Hello and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a project of educators worldwide. I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, your host today, and we have a special guest talking to us about teaching idioms, Erica Reynosa. Erica comes to us from Florida. We met each other at the Sunshine State TESOL conference recently, where I presented about TTELT. And Erica engaged in my workshop. It was so nice to meet her that I invited her onto our podcast. She has served in countries such as Argentina and Spain. She's fully bilingual. And she's currently an adjunct professor teaching at Seminole State College in Central Florida. Welcome, Erica. It's such a pleasure to have you here with us today. Thank you, Eileen. I'm happy to be here with you. So Erica, I'm curious, how did you get so engaged in the topic of teaching idioms? It's something that's fascinating me for a long time, but to know how and why it drew you into teaching it, focusing on this area. Well, um, I have a, an interest in vocabulary to start with, and idioms are their own special kind of vocabulary, where even if you know the individual words, you don't necessarily know what someone is saying to you. And I'll give you an example. My mom was born in Colombia, but she moved to the States when she was a teenager. And she'll use some idioms that are Spanish, Colombian Spanish idioms. And uh, for instance, she'll say to someone, if she wants you to leave her alone, she'll say, go fry flies. And people are like, what does that mean? They know the word go, they know fry, and they know flies. But altogether in an idiom, they don't know what that means. And so another example of idioms being impactful to me is one day it was raining and it was raining really hard. And I said to my husband, um, take an umbrella. It's raining cats and dogs. And my daughter, Lily, who was about three at the time, said, oh, it's raining cats and dogs. And she ran to the front door, flung it open. And she came back and she says, mommy, it's not raining cats and dogs. I, she was expecting to see puppies and kittens. Yeah. And she was so heartbroken when she didn't get to see all the puppies and kittens. And so it's just interesting to me that you, when you acquire language, I think idioms also help you acquire and understand the language from a cultural perspective. I totally agree. And that's why I'm fascinated with you focusing on this as a teaching topic, particularly. Um, so just a quick background question. Do you use it for all different ages of students? I use it for all ages, making sure that it's appropriate for, you know, little ones. And, and for example, it's raining cats and dogs. Little right. kids get a kick out of that, but so do adults. Um, and so right now I teach, um, at the English Language Institute. And I've had students as young as 16. In fact, someone just turned 17 last weekend and even up to someone in his 60s. And so not only is it good for all ages, but it's really helpful for people of all ability, abilities and levels. So I, will, I purposely teach the same idiom to the four classes that I teach. Um, so that when they're having conversation, they can use it. I challenge them and invite them to use it with one another. Fantastic. So how do you go about finding the idioms for your class and integrating them in? Do you teach them every day, one idiom a day, or what's the actualization of your teaching of idioms or integration into your classes? So I, yes, I do teach them every day. I teach one idiom every day. 
And um, I will try to make it make the idioms go along with what we're learning. So for example, uh, in reading, we're learning about the lion's roar as part of a unit on animal behavior and communication. So I taught uh, the idioms of um, the lion's share. And sometimes they're not like total idioms, maybe expressions, but the lion's share, someone's lion hearted, um, being thrown to the lions. And we talked about those different things because it gets people talking about the subject. But um, yes, so I teach one idiom a day. And I also uh, use a lot of visuals and I give a lot of examples. And then I elicit responses and ask them, do you have this kind of expression in your language? Sometimes they have the exact same expression. And sometimes they're like, no, I don't understand that at all. And so it opens up conversation. It can be used for a short five minute intro as stragglers walk into class and you're just getting everyone um, started as a warm up. But you'd be amazed at you can make a whole lesson from idiom. So you have to pace yourself. Yeah, that's fantastic. I like how you integrate it with their cultures and their language backgrounds, because there are, as you know, a lot of idioms that are translated, but there's many that are not. And like you say, don't make sense in other cultural backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, how do you go about finding them? One of the biggest challenges teachers always say, well, I don't have time to go search through all 100 idioms and you know, figure out one that matches my content of my class. Yeah, I agree. So there's a wonderful website on the Voice of America um, website called English in a Minute. Mm. And I stumbled upon it and they have hundreds of videos that explain an idiom in a minute. Sometimes the video by itself is enough information for, to, for them to get the message, the students. And sometimes you have to supplement. So depending on that, uh, I will grab an idiom from there. Of course, there are books that have tons of idioms and they might be thematic. I went to the local library and I got a book on idioms and there was a unit on love and it had different idioms on love. So it just depends. I don't, I know teachers are very busy people and every minute is accounted for. So English in, um, English in a minute, those videos are very helpful. That's a great resource for us. We will put that in the show notes for our listeners. Um, can you give us some examples of some fun idioms you've used recently, maybe this week and or last week that have really lit up your classroom that the students really enjoy learning? We were talking about, so Halloween just passed. And um, we happened to be doing a unit on food. This was with the beginners. And I, made, I made a suggestion, let's dress up as food <laughs> for Halloween. So one of my students from Japan, he dressed up as a hot dog. Um, but since we were talking about food and, and fruit, uh, I brought in bananas, a bunch of bananas and um, for snacks. And I said, before you eat them, I want you to know these idioms. And so I said, oh, you are driving me bananas. And so I said, 
we, we kind of act it out. And of course, when you're teaching beginning learners a language, you need to be very uh, um, expressive and use gestures. So doing that is very helpful. And then giving them the banana. And I said, okay, on your banana, because on a banana peel, even with your finger or just like a little pencil or something, you can write, you're driving me bananas. And then, you know, you get them writing. And then on the other side, I said, okay, but when you really like someone, you can say, I'm bananas about you. And so they wrote that on the banana on the other side with a little heart and decorated it. And then they had a snack to eat. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. I never thought about that. I've been I'm bananas about you. That's a good one to incorporate. Fantastic. Any others you'd like to share for our listeners or? Well, I'll just share this one and why it's so delightful to share idioms uh, with the students. I had a student, her name is Olga. She's from Venezuela. This was years ago. And I taught an elephant in the room, right? When the, nobody's talking about this big problem, but everybody knows about it. And um, I always encourage the students not only to use them, but to listen for idioms. And I'll start off the class, like, have you heard an idiom or an expression that you didn't understand your vocabulary? And they'll share and we'll talk about it. Well, she, um, Olga came in on Monday after we'd talked about an elephant in the room or the elephant in the room. And she says, teacher, I have to tell you some good news. And I said, yeah, what is it? I thought she was going to say, I'm getting married or something. She was so excited about that too. And she said, I went to the movies and I watched an American movie. And um, they said, an elephant in the room. And I knew what they were talking about. And my American boyfriend said, oh, I bet you don't understand. And she goes, yes, I do. We <laughs> learned that this week. And so it's just always wonderful as a teacher when your students can apply and recognize that. So that's a memorable moment for me. Definitely. That's a great story to share. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, we will have in the show notes, again, are the resources that Erica has mentioned. Any other ones? You mentioned the Voice of America one. Any other great resources for finding idioms that you would recommend for our listeners? You know, it's so wonderful that we have Google. If you just um, Google an idiom and then click on images, oftentimes someone has already looked up the idiom, put some sentences there or a role play, and you can practice that way. That's fantastic too. I totally agree. So thank you for sharing these wonderful tips. I am going to try the banana one in my class next week. Yay! And I encourage all our listeners to find an idiom, share it with all of us and tell us how it impacted your class. I love the elephant in the room story because it's true. When you can use it in the community, it makes it come to life and understand it in the real world. Um, music is another great way to teach and learn idioms. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. So thank you, Erica. We really appreciate you joining us today and sharing your expertise with Teaching Idioms. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining this episode of TTELT, brought to you by Educators Worldwide. Follow TTELT on social media. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel. 